a Voice of St. Louis original podcast. All the local news you need to know from across the St. Louis region, as covered by the KMOX News team in St. Louis, all local. Our top local story on this Thursday, July 13th. We have the latest on the deadly bus crash. Investigators from the National Transportation Safety Board are on the scene in Highland, Illinois. Let's go to the newsroom and get the latest from KMOX's Sean Michael Lyle. Michael, investigators are in Highland where a Greyhound bus slammed into three parked semis early Wednesday, killing three men and injuring 14 other people. Board member Tom Chapman was asked about truckers overnighting on the shoulders of exits. Rest area safety is going to be one of the things we'll be looking at closely here. It is my understanding that this is a matter of state law, and it may vary from state to state. That's something we're still uh, seeking to determine. He says they're investigating a similar accident in Oregon that happened over two years ago, but still have not made any recommendations. Chapman says a report on this case could be expected in six months to a year. Live in the newsroom, Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. St. Louis Federal Reserve Bank President James Bullard, one of the most hawkish members of the central bank since it started its aggressive rate-hiking campaign, is stepping down. Bloomberg Economics and Policy Correspondent Michael McKee. Missouri, oddly enough, is the the only state with two uh, Federal Reserve central banks. Kansas City is the other. Mm -hmm. And Kansas City, it's been 18 months since Esther George left, and they haven't been able to settle on a successor. So it'll be interesting to see if St. Louis can beat that or if there's something about the Midwest. Bullard is leaving his position leading the St. Louis Fed to become the inaugural dean of the School of Business at Purdue University next month. Leading the search for a successor is board president and entrepreneur Jim McKelvey. Hundreds of government documents reveal a disturbing pattern when it comes to radioactive waste in the St. Louis region. St. Louis was a hub for processing uranium during the Manhattan Project. The Associated Press Review finds the government and chemical companies haphazardly moved and stored the byproducts, then showed indifference to the dangers. Don Chapman, co-founder of Just Moms STL, says they knew about levels at Weldon Spring and Coldwater Creek. Not just visually that this was getting in the creek, they actually measured amounts and knew how much was getting in that creek a year and at all these sites. Chapman's calling for an expedited cleanup, better signage for areas still contaminated, and medical monitoring for people who may have been exposed. Scott Jagow, KMOX News. Most of Illinois has completed a consolidation of 911 call centers to improve efficiency, except for one county. The Madison County 911 consolidation remains in legal limbo. The state police and the county are at odds over how dispatch centers will be reorganized. While neither will comment directly on the case, we did ask state 911 administrator Cindy Barbera Borelli how she would respond to local police departments upset their call centers have been handed over to other jurisdictions. Today in Illinois and really across the country, staffing uh, 911 centers is is significant problem. So we're having trouble you know, bringing in, you know, new staff. We're having a lot, you know, seeing a lot of retirements, et cetera. She tells KMOX new technology being implemented across the state will actually allow call centers to better handle periods of high demand because calls would automatically be routed to backup centers. The next hearing on the Madison County 911 consolidation set for August. Megan Lynch, KMOX News. The FBI is looking for a Franklin County man. He's on the top 10 most wanted fugitive list. There's up to a $250,000 reward for anybody who leaves the FBI to Donald Eugene Fields II. He is uh, alleged to have sexually trafficked uh, federally at least one child on the state level uh, charges coming out of Franklin County, uh, multiple children that he sexually trafficked in return for uh, commercial gain, you know, gifts, cash, Christmas presents, cars, motorcycles, uh, just 
you know, despicable allegations here that we're dealing with. FBI Special Agent in Charge, Jay Greenberg. Former Cardinal Albert Pujols is sitting down for a one-on-one with KMOX alum Bob Costas this evening on MLB Network. In a preview clip, Pujols tells Costas how important returning to St. Louis was for him. To be able to accomplish, you know, uh, 700 home run with that uniform, a team that gave me, an organization that gave me uh, that opportunity, you know, from day one, uh, it was pretty amazing. The KMOX Business Desk, we're finding out more about the old Chesterfield Mall site and what's planned for the 96 acres, including a 3.8-acre park in the middle with residential surrounding it. There'll be offices, retail, and a hotel. We're going to try to create something that is um, something that nobody has seen. So it's a 10-year project. It's a couple billion dollars. There is still a lawsuit over the Dillard's site. Dillard's is pushing the state to overturn the subsidies Chesterfield got for the demolition. Well, as we continue on KMOX, there's a new tech firm coming to the St. Louis area. Uh, and let's welcome in right now a CEO who you may be familiar with, the founder of the company Ring, who is going to be later this year the CEO of Latch Inc. Thank you for joining us, Jamie Simonoff. Excited to be here. Thanks for having me. So, first of all, tell us about Latch. What do you do? So, Latch makes uh, locks and access control systems for multifamily buildings, so like apartment buildings. And how did you uh, become involved with the firm? I was working on a business. So I started Ring, the, the video doorbell company, which hopefully some people have out there. And um, I was then also working on this idea around services. So helping independent workers to you know do be able to do their services like maids and dog walkers and drivers. Um, and I started working on that business and I met uh, some people over at Latch who are doing this lock. And if you think about it, the... Lock has a lot to do with if you're going to clean an apartment, um, being able to get in and out, uh, walk a dog. And so we started talking together and decided to kind of join forces and see what we could build together with the two uh, companies merged together. And so is this more geared toward uh, just upgrading the experience that many have with a multifamily building? The You see it on TV shows, of course, you know, walking up and hitting the buzzer and waiting for somebody on the intercom and they unlock it, but you don't get it at the, the door at the right time. Or is this more geared toward, as you mentioned, uh, service providers who may come into the home? We've heard about grocery delivery where they'll, where they'll uh, put it in your fridge while you're gone. Um, or is, is, does this kind of cover both? I was say it's kind of all of the above. I mean, in the end, in the end, it is it should make the building a better place to live, which should make it a more valuable building for the owner. So it increases the value to the owner while making the resident experience way better. So in you know in X years from now, I hope pe- people at scale across the country, across the world, are using our products and they're feeling you know they can get more things done in and around their home uh, seamlessly. And at the same time, we're creating value for our customers, which are the, the driver, the, the maid, the dog walker, the building owner, um, like the person that's kind of creating the value. You've announced some changes to the company this week, including the addition of a centralized office in St. Louis. Can you kind of lay out what was announced this week? So we did. We announced uh, some some resizing of the business uh, from the team, and so we over fifty percent of the current people that were at Latch, um, you know, sadly, uh, were, were will no longer be with us. And so we did re- do, do do some reorganization, which you know, I never, um, I never like that part. Uh, you know, people, I, I don't like impacting people. The flip side of that is 
from the business is, you know, I think we're putting ourselves in a position of like discipline and efficiency that lets us uh, really start to grow the business. And part of that is to centralize the tasks um, and the positions that we feel are best in person and centralizing those in uh, St. Louis. How did you come to know St. Louis or how did, uh, how did the region get on your radar? So I was on Shark Tank as a shark. Um, and I was fortunate to meet uh, this woman, Lucinda, who has a meat business in LaBelle, Missouri called Moink um, about five years ago. And I invested in it off the show. That brought me through St. Louis as I would go to LaBelle to visit. I ended up buying a farm up there and becoming very involved in the town and, and kind of falling in love with the area. And at the same time, I really fell in love with St. Louis. I feel like St. Louis is a, is a great city. Um, it's a very livable city. Um, it's a very, um, you know, I'd say it's, it's efficient city. So I, I just like a lot of great talent there. So I really just kind of fell in love with the entire region and, um, you know, excited to be there and invest more in it. So it sounds like your first uh, your first brush with St. Louis was the airport. Uh, and from there, you know, have you gotten to know the the innovation, the technology, the startup scene in the region? Yeah, it, it was the airport. Um, and then it was, you know, some of the restaurants because we'd go early to that. And so it was just kind of like it was that which is the food scene, which I think the food scene tells a lot about a place. And then it was the sports. Um, and that tells a lot about a community. And then I did start to see some of the companies that were there. And now we're getting more and more involved and, and hiring uh, people there. And you're just seeing it's an incredibly diverse group of talent all across just so many different industries and areas. Um, I, I just, like I said, I, I just think it's a, it's a great place to, uh, to build a business and have um, a concentrated group of people that are, you know, out there making it happen. Yeah, St. Louis seems to punch above its weight when it comes to everything from the number of Fortune 500 companies to, you know, neighborhoods like the Hill. You talk about food, Italian food there, to uh, uh, attendance at sporting events. Uh, it seems like St. Louis kind of punches above when you, if you just look at what its market rank would be. I suppose. I I, I agree. I mean, I think it's I, I think it's um, and it's outside of St. Louis. I'd say people don't necessarily see that, and so I hope that you know, I could be some small part of also showing other companies, you know, just how great St. Louis is. Because uh, I, I do think it's just, it is a, I don't want to call it a hidden gem because I don't think it's necessarily hidden, but I, to your point, like it, it's a, it's amazing when I bring people there, how that don't know St. Louis, how surprised they are at how great all the things are there. So that leads me to, uh, you know, questions about staffing, about finding talent, uh, recruiting to the St. Louis area. Uh, how has that gone? And what kind of functions are you talking about? Sales, business functions, HR type stuff? Uh, are we talking about technical roles? What do you expect uh, St. Louis to be the hub for? Yeah, so, so so far we've hired a head of sales there and a head of finance. So we'll be building some team around um, that those areas, I think sales and finance being together is, is really important. Um, I We don't have a specific plan yet of exactly how many people will be. Um, as you can see, we are you know reorganizing things in the company in real time. Um, but all the tasks that that need to be sort of in a place and co-located, I would like to have in St. Louis. and and from what we're seeing so far in our recruiting, it it is amazing. I mean, if you from from tech all the way, to, you know, sales, finance, uh, consumer package, good marketing. I mean, you kind of look at every area that we could touch, and we're finding just great people that have awesome experience 
um, and seem to have the right mentality and culture for us to, to grow with. And I know the company has been a New York-based company. Many of the employees are remote, though. It's distributed. Does this make uh, Latch a St. Louis-based company, then? So it's. I think it's like a funny term is like based. I, I believe. I, I think it, you know. In five years, no one's going to use the term. Where is it based? Because it's just sort of the globe. I I do believe that our the concentration of where we will have people that are working in an office that'll for sure be St. Louis. But I I also like being a global company that you hire the best people anywhere and let them, you know, work in a way that's best for them and their families when you can. Jamie Siminoff, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. The St. Louis All Local is a production of the KMOX News team. I'm Michael Calhoun. Subscribe and stay up to date.